Hello, and welcome to Maison Mission. My name is Levi Lowry, and I'm the teaching pastor here. For those of you keeping track, this is episode number 40. Maison Mission is an inclusive faith community. The word Maison comes from a Greek word that means greater. The Maison Mission is about finding greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. You can find out more about Maison Mission by visiting MaisonMission.com or through the links in the description of this program. I just want to say welcome to House Church. If you're watching this with your house church group, you've either already spent or will spend some time together after this to focus your hearts and minds on God through either music or liturgical reading or a meditation practice. It's good for us to do these things together is the Christian faith has always been communal in nature. If you're not watching today with a house church, let us know in the comments where you are watching or listening to our program from. We'd also like to encourage you to join or even start a house church so that we can all grow together better as a community. Before we get started, I'd like to let you know about a few things. If you're interested in learning more about Maison Mission and how you can get involved, let us know. Sign up on the Digital Connect card to be notified the next time we hold an interest meeting. Our first Maison Live is coming this Sunday evening at 5 p.m. in Jonesville at an outdoor venue. If you're planning to attend, fill out the Digital Connect card to let us know. You'll receive an email with all the details. Maison Mission is a non-denominational church. These programs and conversations are only possible through the financial support and donations from people just like you. If our program encouraged you today, consider supporting Maison Mission with a one-time gift or on a recurring basis. You can give through MaisonMission.com and follow the link to give. You can also text the dollar amount to 84321 and follow the links to Maison Mission. We will also be displaying our giving links on a slide at the conclusion of this program. Well, this week we are continuing our series called Stories. We're sharing a, a story and often a story from the Bible as well, and then seeing what happens when we look at these two things together. And today's story comes from a book called Love Does by Bob Goff. If you just want a, an easy, encouraging, lighthearted read, I encourage you to pick up anything that Bob Goff has, has written. It's unbelievable the situations this guy gets himself into. And today's story, it's a great story, it is light, it's fun, but we're going to pull kind of a, a reverse lesson from it. So Bob and his friend Brandon were in Washington, D.C., and late one night they came upon a bunch of cars near the Library of Congress, and they quickly realized that they were filming National Treasure 2 on location. Bob says, we knew right then and there that our evening plans had changed. We were going to sneak onto the set. We ran back to where we were staying, swapped our suits for blue jeans and shirts so we could look like part of the film crew, and rushed back to the library. We had to dodge a couple of security guards, dash across a couple of lawns, and cut through some bushes. But a few minutes later, we found ourselves in the area where all the electrical cables and camera equipment were being unpacked. There was a side entrance for crew only, so we played the part and walked toward the door like we were supposed to be there. 
Nobody noticed us. People were passing us on the left and right, but nobody suspected a thing. We just kept acting like we belonged and walked farther and farther into the library. At the end of each corridor, there was a small sheet of paper taped to the wall with an arrow and the word set printed on it. We were getting worried that this was so easy. Then we rounded a corner and were immediately met by a metal detector and a guard. The burst of adrenaline I felt told me we were busted. This caper was going to end poorly for sure, and I knew we would be in a lot of trouble for being in the Library of Congress in the middle of the night. Where are your crew badges? The security guard barked at us while talking to his girlfriend on his cell phone. Uh, we don't have them, we said kind of pathetically. He mumbled something to his girlfriend about guys like us on the film crew and shook his head. Irritated, he waved us through. We moved through and sprinted down the hall while the guard was shouting something about badges, badges next time. The story continues and the, these two guys actually get on the set. And once they're there, they face another problem of not having anything to do while they're on the set. Everybody else is working furiously and they're just standing there. And so they were working on their escape plan when lo and behold, Nicholas Cage and Diane Druger walk past and Bob and his buddy fall in line behind them as if they are a part of the entourage. When the actors turned to go to their trailers, the imposters turned the other way and left the premises. <laughs> Have you ever done something like this? Have you ever pretended you belonged somewhere you really didn't belong? As I was reading this story, I was transported back to my childhood. My dad was a pastor, and I went on so many hospital visitation calls with him that I could conduct a hospital call by myself before I could drive a car. And one of the things that always stressed me out was that my dad would go places in the hospital that he wasn't supposed to go. Now, I'm sure the statute of limitations has run out on this, so I feel good about telling this story, but there would be signs all over the place prohibiting the entrance to certain floors or sections of the hospital, and I would be nervous. He would look at me and say, Levi, all you have to do is act like you belong here, and nobody will know you don't belong. I think he was way better at it than I was because it freaked me out. <laughs> As a young kid, I wondered, what's the penalty for like breaking these rules? Could, could he be arrested? Could he be thrown in jail? Could I be arrested? Could I be put in jail? In the end, it turns out he, he was right about hospitals anyway. If you pretended you belonged, then you were good. We were never asked for badges or credentials. We were never kicked out of a hospital, never kicked out of an ICU, nothing. And while that's a positive thing for praying for people in the hospital, it isn't always a positive thing in life. And it really isn't a positive thing when it comes to the church. Now there is a movement that's happening in the American church right now. I don't know if this is a worldwide thing that's happening, but I've got my finger on the pulse of a movement that, that is happening inside the American church.
And, and there are a lot of different phrases and titles that are thrown around within this movement, like deconstruction, people who are deconstructing their faith, questioning uh, many things. Uh, I've heard the term new evangelicals. So people who are saying, yeah, I'm an evangelical Christian, but not like the ones that you hate, uh, trying to create some distance there. And some are so fed up with it, they would just say, I'm, I'm an ex-evangelical. Like I grew up in the evangelical church and it is not for me. And at the root of this movement are people who are reevaluating the things that they have been taught as truth in their churches. And they are questioning everything. But I believe at the core of this movement is a generation that is tired of pretending in order to fit in with their faith community. They're tired of pretending so that they can find belonging. For generations, many churchgoers have pretended that they forgot their crew badges so they could fit into their faith community. Because they knew if they were honest about things, there could be a swift action from church leadership uh, to remove them from any form of leadership within their church or just be removed from their church, period. And this is, I'm not exaggerating. I know pastors were prone to exaggeration. (laughs) This is not that. There are folks who have led worship who have led small groups, who have served on boards and committees that are immediately removed from those positions because of a a change in belief or because they asked the wrong question or made the wrong statement or began giving voice to some doubts or some skepticism that they had when it came to the things of faith. And while I'm not at liberty to share the details, I know the stories of at least half a dozen folks who have stopped pretending to be or believe or support certain things and have been shunned by their church as a result. It's sad and it's heartbreaking. But these folks are tired of pretending that they are in line with the hate that's being preached from their church pulpits. They're tired of pretending that they're okay with Christian nationalism. They're tired of pretending that they don't have serious doubts about the Bible and Christian faith. And one of the scripts that we want to flip, that we are going to flip at Maison, is that you have to believe like us before you can belong with us. Because if we're honest, that's how it works in 99% of the churches in America. If you're willing to claim a certain set of beliefs, then you are in like Flynn. But what we are saying is, You belong with us even if you don't believe like us because we believe belonging is better than pretending. We believe belonging is something we can offer everyone without their having to pretend to be or believe something they don't. If I was going to make a t-shirt, it would have the two words belonging and pretending with the greater than sign pointing at belonging, because belonging is always greater than pretending so that you can belong. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand or mishear what I'm saying. Here at Maison Mission, we are a Jesus-centered faith community. He is our North Star. He is our center. He is the one that we are following. But you are welcome to hang with us 
find friendship and community with us, even if you choose not to follow Jesus. We have borrowed this from a church in Orlando called City Beautiful. These three words, belong, believe, become, in that order. And our hope is that folks who have never had faith or claimed faith, maybe folks who have walked away from the faith, who have serious doubts about their faith, can find a home at Maison without ever having to pretend they belong because they simply belong. Now, how can we do this? How do we do this? I believe it's actually pretty simple, but it's not necessarily easy. And it goes all the way back to the beginning. The first book of the Bible is Genesis, and in Genesis chapter 1, beginning in verse 26, we find these words. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock and over all the earth itself, and ever every creature that crawls upon it. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. In Maison, we believe that every single person we encounter is stamped with the image of God. And when we begin to believe that, then we begin to understand that they are God's beloved child, worthy of love, dignity, and respect as an image bearer of Him. And it opens the door to belonging in ways that haven't been open before. Now, it doesn't mean that we will agree on everything or that we will see eye to eye on every theological point or share the same politics or have the same opinion on hot button news items, but it does mean that we can choose to interact with each other with kindness and love because this is who God is. This is who he has stamped us to be with his image. And it's also who Jesus calls us to be in this world. So Maison, may you find peace in knowing that this is a place you belong with no pretending needed. You bear God's image and are worthy of his love and ours as well. Let's pray. God, forgive us for being pretenders. Forgive us for putting people in a situation where they feel like they have to pretend to be or believe something that they don't in order to belong. Father, may we create a culture of welcome and belonging that, that is rare to find in this world that we live in, not in our own strength and our own power, but because we realize that each of us have been stamped with your image and are beloved by you and are worthy to be loved and, and given dignity, no matter how different our opinions are. We pray this in Christ's name.
Amen. In just a few moments, uh, your house church host will uh, lead you uh, through some discussion questions as you dig into uh, all things that are tied with uh, pretending, but also the image of God. Blessings to you.